Hi, and thank you for joining me today. I am Emmanuel, and today we'll be talking about who should be the Nigerian president in 2023. In today's podcast and video, depending on the platform you're watching from, we will compare the performance of the Buhari administration to the former president, Ibele Goodluck Jonathan, where we examine the role of ethnicity and religion in determining the next president of Nigeria in 2023, where we examine whether the PDP is a worthy challenger to the APC in the 2023 election. And finally, we will consider the candidates showing interest. We will find out our opinion on whether the Southeast is ready to be the president in 2023. Joining me today is Deji. He's a professional in the oil and gas industry, a chemist, a musician, and a political analyst. He's a jack of all trades, and somehow he managed to be a master in many. Mr. Deji, you are welcome to the show. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much for the, for the introduction. I'm happy to be here to, to, to have a conversation about our country that, that we both love, Nigeria. And, and thank you for having me, Emmanuel. Thank you very much, uh, Deji, for joining me. In the last episode, I talked about Bolat Nobu's trouble with the EFCC. If you are here to watch that episode, you can check in the, uh, the link in the description below. One thing we can take away is that the battle for 2023 has started. So it's not too early for us to start looking at who will be the president of Nigeria. Now, over to Deji. People keep comparing President Tuari to former President Jonathan. What is your take on this? Is it too early to assess the performance of this administration because let's be sincere they still have two years to go having spent six years well well i don't think it's too early the Buhari administration already spent one term, which is four years, and I think um, it's fair enough to say we could compare them. But when you're speaking about comparing them, I think I struggle to be able to compare them because I can't remember anything significant that both administrations that they've done, and I kind of struggle. But if I can quickly take you back down the memory lane, you will know that one contested four times before he became the president. That's, that's a person of... Um, President Muhammad Buhari. The other person in the person of good luck, Billy Jonathan, was practically kind of handed the, the position free. We could remember what happened from being a vice president to becoming interim president to becoming the president. And a lot of things happened in between. So I think, um, but in terms of their achievements, I think the only thing that kind of stood out, to be honest, I'm not a big fan of either of them in terms of what they've achieved. But I think um, during Goodluck's tenure, he had good people, kind of, I would say, effective people in some certain areas. Particularly, we had we had um, Dr. Ngozi Nkonjo-Iweala as the Minister of Finance. She did a lot of things and eventually she came out to say she could have achieved more, but the government didn't have the will to do a lot of things. Coming down to Buhari's administration, I kind of struggle to be able to pick one person from, from, from the cabinet that is really good, that really stands out. I don't know exactly the economic and um, political policies that they are bringing up. It's, it's, it's a struggle for me, actually. It is. I think in summary, I'm saying there's not so much difference. Um, the both kind of failed. Well, thank you very much for that submission. Although many people argue in terms of uh, Buhari's uh, policy regarding the Naira. The Naira continues to lose value and like in the area of security. According to the constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, president can only use two times. Either we like it or not, President Buhari will leave in 2023 
and a new president will emerge. With the various regional crises in Nigeria, the country is divided along ethnic lines. We have the Boko Haram, we have the Killer Headsman, we have Amotekun. In the east, we have the Eastern Security Network, we have the OPC, just to mention a few. I'm just wondering, do you think ethnicity will have a role in deciding the next Nigeria's president? Well, I think um, as we know, ethnicity is a major part of, of politics uh, and it's well played in Nigeria. And I think that's one of the reasons why Buhari actually struggled um, for so many years trying to get into the office. Eventually, he got into the office because he had to form an alliance with Tinubu, um, essentially to win the Southwest. Without that, there is no way Buhari will have gotten to the office because he had tried to do it on his own and he couldn't achieve that. So, and we know that election in Nigeria still goes down that route of tribes and ethnicity. So, it's 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 always been a big part of it. Well, I have to agree with you. Ethnicity, even though it, it's like an unwritten constitution in, in Nigeria. But with that missing word, I believe we should agree on one thing. Religion is the foundation of some of Nigeria's problems. Example is the Boko Haram. In Nigeria, there are many religions, over 300, but there are two major ones. That is Christianity and the Islamic faith. President Obasanjo is a Christian, Yadua is a Muslim, Jonathan is a Christian, and then followed by Buhari, who is also a Muslim. Should the next Nigerian president be a Christian? Do you think religion will hugely impact the people's decision on who should be the Nigeria's president come 2023? Over to you, Deji. Well, I am not going to particularly say that the next president should be a Christian or should be a Muslim. But what you would know is that, again, like you rightly said, religion and the ethnicity thing, they both play a key role in our politics. It's quite important and even, even when it comes to selecting people for offices like ministers, they consider not only the region they came from, they also consider their, their religion. So I think um, by default, I don't have exact statistics, most people in the southwest and south southeast Nigeria are Christians predominantly. We have a lot of Muslims in the southwest as well, but predominantly the southwest and southeast are predominantly Christians. And then in the northern part of Nigeria, we have Christians as minorities and predominantly Muslims. So it's difficult for you to separate the ethnicity and the religion sometimes when you're talking about Nigerian politics. And that is why when we had uh, Buhari as a president, they had to find a Yoruba man as a vice president who is also a Christian and a pastor. So I think you are right to say both will play a key role in the next coming election and who is going to be the president. I think on a personal note, I will expect a Christian at least somebody from the southeast or southwest to be the next president i think personally south southeast oh, thank thank you very much uh, i think I, I will agree with your answer but i hope we are not shaking many tables uh, today <laughs> if you are just joining us my guest today is deji is a professional in the oil and gas industry is a chemist is a musician and a political analyst uh, mr deji once again thank you for joining me today my pleasure since saraki amichi Dino Milai and Kul left the PDP. The party continues to lose its momentum, and that finally led to it losing the 2015 election. The aftermath of that loss is the internal wrangling within the party. Despite all the situation, the party is still the main opposition to the APC. Do you think the PDP has done enough to hold the APC to account? And are there any chances of them being a credible challenger 
It's not just only in Nigeria, um, in, in so many other countries of the world, even in, in the United Kingdom, in the US, they have a lot of political parties, but there's always the two main political parties. Um, and it's the same thing is applicable in Nigeria. We have the PDP and the APCs. I think they're still going to be the main opponents, but the question is who will APC choose and who will PDP choose as their next candidate? And I think that's what was going to be the main question. Uh, we know that sometimes Nigerians we still vote in the line of people rather than party sometimes and sometimes you vote in the line of party depending on who the candidate is so I think it's a little bit difficult to predict I think everything comes down to each of those parties being able to feed in the right candidates okay uh, but uh, currently uh, there are some people that are already showing interest in the 2023 election Go uh, former governor Payoshi of Ekiti State made it clear he said he doesn't want any appointment he doesn't want to be minister he doesn't want to wait any agency all he just wants to do is he wants to be the boss himself. And there's another governor of Okin State, Governor Yahaya Bilo. He's another candidate that has been traveling, going up and down. There are rumors regarding Governor Faimi of the state showing interest. And although there are rumors about Bola Ahmed Tinubu, but last week debate, uh, Tinubu's issue with the EFCC uh, kind of put a, a little bit of doubt in his candidacy for 2023. And that is why I just want to ask, are there any chances that the next president of Nigeria will be any of these guys? Or is there any other candidate that might be coming up? This is mainly because none of these uh, guys is from the Southeast or the South-South because the South-South and Southeast, uh, Southeast especially, they've always been, uh, or they've, they've always felt marginalized regarding being president of Nigeria. So if, if, if I can drop my opinion there, and again, I say it's my opinion, uh, because as, as a citizen of Nigeria, everybody is entitled as long as you are above a certain age, you have the right to vote and to be voted for. So uh, on that note, I would say if Fayoshi wants to contest, he has a right. If um, Yaya Bailey wants to contest, he has the right. If Fayemi wants to contest, he has the right to do so. So as well as Tinubu, they all have the right to, to contest if they want. But on a personal note, I, I would imagine that we should be talking about a Southeast um person as, as our next president I'm, I'm not from the southeast but i've been talking to as many people that care to listen that it's actually their turn i know people will occasionally say oh we do it by quota system we do it by rotation but again sometimes they will say no it is not by rotation it is by competency if it is by competency if it is by rotation i think it is long overdue that we should have a southeastern as, as a president luckily we have good lucky billy jonathan from the south south so he's been the president in recent years i think we need somebody from the southeast the question is who has a profile big enough the personality big enough to be able to pull such votes from, from the north you have to remember that usually the result from the north is key and, and the pattern of voting i think from from what i've seen the people from the north will most likely vote for someone from the north so i think they have to be strategic about it if you want a southeastern as a president you need a northerner as vice president okay. Thank you very much uh, for that. If I just quickly add to that answer, uh, averagely in Nigeria, to emerge as a president, you have to win four out of the six regions. And President Kudlocki Billy Jonathan won the 2011 election with 25% of Northern vote. And finally, before we go, this is going to be our last question. The South is has always said that they've been marginalized. That led to the civil war in 1967. And currently, there is an agitation for Biafra led by Namdi Kanu and IPOP. Do you think it will appease them 
if we have a president from the southeast and also on a lighter note are nigerians ready to have an ego as president well i think um if if nigerians could cope and live with a yoruba president or an hausa president or an ishakiri or ijo president there's no reason why we cannot live successfully with a president that is Igbo and I, I believe it is time for, for us to have an Igbo president. It is long overdue, like I said again, I'm not from the East but I believe it is their turn and it's their time. Well, thank you very much. Uh, just for me to add there, uh, the girls that were kidnapped recently were kidnapped in Katsina, the president, the current president's state and uh, in Southwest, I don't really know what we gained from Obasanjo's presidency, and even from the uh, from Bayelsa, I don't know if they actually gained much with Jonathan. Uh, I agree with you that the state of the president has not had major impact on on the people. I think so. Thank you very much for watching us today. My guest has been Deji. He's a professional in the oil and gas industry. He's a chemist, he's a musician, and of course, as you can see, he's a political analyst. Mr. Deji, once again, thank you for joining me. It's my pleasure. If you want to listen to more discussion about Nigeria, subscribe to this podcast and this YouTube channel, and you'll be notified about future uploads. Uh, next week, uh, we are going to come to you with another episode and if you want to look forward to it, we'll be talking about if President Buhari's performance is due to employing uh, poor staff or officers. That is what we will be looking at next week. So endeavor to join us and we'll see you then. Bye.